준이가 얘기를 했는데 아미도 저희 팬이고 저희도 아미 팬입니다. 알라기요. 헬로 웰컴 에브리바디 웰컴 아미 투디스 유어 팟캐스트 아우 팟캐스트 트리비아 아미 브라해 where we are basically interviewing the people that is part of this amazing fandom. Here, talking to you, your host, Victoria Cunha. How are you all doing? I hope you're doing amazing. I hope you're having a great day. And if it's not like that, it's okay. Um, I hope it, everything gets in place sooner than later. Um, we've been through some interesting and quiet days, I must say. I... Um, until yesterday, when JK came to basically wreck us all <laughs> with his stories, I think we were very quiet in general. So, yeah, how are you feeling these days? Either way, I'm super sure it's because we are very close to the concerts and um, the performance in these awards that we have a... Delegates, <laughs> delegate relationship with. So, yeah, but I'm very, very excited for that, for everything that's coming, and of course, for today's interview. I must admit, this interview made me so happy. It is full with so many meaningful, uh, deep thoughts uh, from our guests. So, yeah, I really hope you all enjoy it. And without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, Army. How are you? Doing excellent. Get to have a fun conversation today. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> totally. Me too. I am very excited. I probably already said it in the intro. I am very excited. I am very happy. And um, yeah, so people can know the secret, not so secret <laughs> information. Tell us, who are you? Who are you? What do you do? Where do you come from? Tell us everything we want to know. You bet. Well, um, so I'll guess at some of the things that you want to know. So my name is Stephanie Hardwick. I live in Seattle, Washington in the United States. Um, what I do in my life is uh, for a career. I am a life and leadership coach and I work with clients um, on a myriad of topics all the way from um, people who work in organizations all the way down to people who just want to have a better personal life. And I get the profound benefit of being trusted enough to partner with people in their lives and help them find greater impact, greater joy. I have the best job in the world for me. I love it. Um, kind of the, the stats of my life is um, I am 51. I am a mother of two teenagers, 19 and 17, who I just adore probably smother to this day if you ask them. Um, I'm <laughs> happily married for, oh my God, 20 years, I guess. <laughs> um, and I have three cats and I happen to be, as the past couple of years, a profound K-pop fan. I've fallen in love with K-pop and I love it. And um, BTS being probably my alt group. So um, That's the, the quick and the short of it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's a great synthesis, I guess. Um, um, what? A, okay, there's a lot to, uh, to, to exploring here. But what is it? It's been a while, of course, that you've been doing this. What is it that called mm -hmm. you to that? Like, how was your path going on in there? And how was it that you found that this was the thing that you loved to do? 
um, you mean as far as like talking about BTS and mental health or being in love with uh, my career, like in what aspect? Yeah, your career, like as a life coach and stuff, like how? Oh, wow. That's a big question. Um, You know, know, it's funny. Uh, I discovered it when I was actually working in biotech of all funny things. Um, I was in a company and I was more interested in hearing about how the life of my coworkers was going than I ever was doing my actual job, which is working in logistics, right? Like shipping and and purchasing. (laughs) And um, I used to have what they called the cubicle of therapy. And so um, I was fortunate enough to be in a biotech that had stock options and we had a drug that went really well called Cialis. And so I uh, cashed that in and took myself back to grad school in um, applied behavioral science to become a therapist. And um, I think I just found what I would consider to be a calling. You know, there's jobs, careers and calling. And I've been fortunate enough that I get to be paid and what I consider is my calling. And um, I did therapy for a while, but I found that I really enjoyed the future focused Um, emphasis of coaching, which is really about creating your life from here forward. And um, it's been nothing. I've had zero regrets for going in this direction. I've been uh, in my own private practice now for about 16 or 17 years. I'm not sure. And I, I still, it's the job I will do forever. There will be no retirement for me. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. That's beautiful. It is a little, um, surprising to hear that it was biotech in a biotech uh, company first <laughs> that is a right. little bit unexpected <laughs> yes they have nothing to do with each other right <laughs> right well, um i think we wouldn't think that that is how how it began but um yeah life happens in mysterious ways and um um, I'm glad that it led you to to where you are and that you talk so passionately and so um so yeah so lovely about it um and before we dive into BTS topics is what is like the favorite thing about it like your favorite thing about it like like you think of your job and it's like this is the main thing I would say there's two things. So one is, is that I, I just love people. And I find that each new client that I get, it's like handing me a new book, right? No, no story is the same. Each person is so individual. And so it's like, I get to take part in this adventure that is unique, right? There's no, nothing like it. So each person is like a gift. So that's one. And I just get to be in those stories. The second part is, is that, You know, I'm a human being in my own life as well. And every single day in my calendar, I am coming to my clients and we are having conversations about our universal truth, right? How we are self-loving and we get to talk about joy and happiness and peace of mind and ease and well-being. So Mm -hmm. you could imagine my own life. Every time I get into these conversations, my own life is um, improved. So it's like I'm there for my clients. But honestly, the conversations with my clients is there for me, too. And it my life is directly impacted and improved 
with my job. So there's the two things I love about it. <laughs> it sounds like it comes to full circle at the end of the day, you know, it's full like, circle. <laughs> that's amazing. That's great. Um, I'm really happy that you get to do what you love. And I really hope like that what you said, um, there's no retirement and that you um, are able to do it for a very long, 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 long time. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm starting to talk about um, BTS. Of course, we have to go to the beginning. Um, so we would love to know what was that thing that got you into BTS? Like what was the song that you listened to or the performance that you watch or the music video or any content that you appeared in your life and you were curious about it? Well, it was all started with my daughter. Um, so she would have been, I don't know now. Um, so she's 19 now. So I'm, I, I can't remember the time. I definitely think that they were in their um, love yourself phase when they started showing up on her wall in posters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And um, so, right. She started falling in love with BTS. Um, I was just perplexed and confused uh, much like I think many Western parents who kind of, you know, here in the U.S., um, we can be kind of closed off to other cultures quite embarrassingly. I hate to admit that, but that's, it's, it's just the truth. And, you know, right. as you watch BTS try and come at the Grammys, you can see the walls of xenophobia and um, cultural um, diversity. They, they don't do a very good job. And unfortunately, I would say I was a victim of that. I was very confused by a Korean speaking rock band or a boy band and why that she would be interested. So unfortunately I started probably in a negative light and I, um, and then I saw her like buying multiple copies of the same album and I couldn't, I could not understand what she was doing. It made no sense to me. And so, um, you know, that went on for about a year. And then at one point, Um, and I believe for myself, it started with on and the performance that they did in Grand Central Station, because it started coming into my world. Right. I watched Jimmy Fallon and here they were. And I'm like, oh, that's right. that band that my daughter likes. <laughs> <clears throat> that was the very first performance that I watched. And at that point, then I watched the Grand Central Station. Then I watched the manifesto and then I watched the music video. And then I saw Carpool Karaoke, where I'm like, oh, oh they really They really can sing and oh my God, they really can perform. So that started like me, I guess what I would say, dropping the incorrect story I had about them and who they were. So then at one point, my daughter was having a very difficult day at school. And meanwhile, what I didn't know was BTS was really propping her up in a, a very dark time in her life and um, to where her door to her bedroom was closed a lot. So I really didn't know what was going on with her. And I'm mm -hmm. so grateful for BTS for that. But I knew that one of the ways I could support her was um, finding out more about BTS. So one day when she was having a difficult day at school, I decided for myself that I was going to learn all their names. So by the time she got back, Um, from school, I was going to be able to go to one of her posters in a room and she could test me and I was going to get it right. <laughs> so I took two hours to study them. <laughs> and of course, they, you know, they're changing their hair colors. Totally, <laughs> and totally. All the different eras and they all look different to these eras. So but anyway, the, this isn't a very good story for me, but I was so confident and she came home and I said, I'm so excited. Take me to your poster. I'm going to know all their names. And I can tell you, I failed miserably. I'm so embarrassed <laughs> oh after God, two no. hours of studying, I still couldn't get it right. And so what happened was, is I actually got bugged by that. 
I started asking questions. What is it about me that I cannot get this straight? And so this bothered me. And so I started really getting into them. And I thought, well, if I know their personalities, I know it will start to make sense. So I let myself right. watch Burn the Stage, which I loved. And I really started, I think, um, indirectly of trying to learn their names. I really got saturated in their essence. And then I, I think I just watched bon, a Bon Voyage, the one where they went to Hawaii. Okay. And top to um, your <laughs> Right. So now I'm like, oh, they've got, you know stage names and, and birth names. And like, so I started really getting to know them. And I think as many BTS army would say, that was the rabbit hole down. I went, and now I just fell in love with them, not only as performers and then their lyrics, I started looking at how hard they work. And then I started understanding what they were up against in the world about right. the barriers um, in the Western music industry of which I get, I, I was kind of, um, that of part of that and so I just they opened my mind up and uh, that's how it all started and I would say definitely when Dynamite came out that's where I was like buying all their albums and like you know because I started beyond their English songs I wanted all their other songs and lyrics and that's where I really started getting into their content and really seeing the rich um, goodness that was in the depth of their work. Amazing. I think it's very common for us, um, those who are we who are in the in this part of the of the world, in the Western part of the world, um, that it's very common for us to be a little bit pushed in a bag when when we start to experience some some other cultures, to see so much about other cultures. And uh, um, at the end of the day, I think it's something highly related with the fact of how we've lived our whole lives so um but that you got to experience it um at such uh like a little bit older at the end of the day you were advanced more advanced in life I think it's it's a whole different experience to to live in that way and to live it because of your daughter too um I think it's it's a beautiful thing to do I mean um just to just to, at the beginning it was just to cheer her up but then it was curiosity then it was okay i want to know them i want to understand hola hola hoy conocemos a stephanie hartwick coach de liderazgo que vive en seattle estados unidos nos contó que trabaja con una gran variedad de clientes tiene 51 años es madre de dos adolescentes y es una profunda admiradora del k-pop descubrió su pasión eh, su trabajo, lo que quería hacer, su vocación, nos contó, um, cuando trabajaba en una empresa de biotecnología, donde se dio cuenta de que le interesaba más escuchar lo que ocurría en la vida de sus compañeros que hacer su verdadero trabajo, que tenía que ver con logística. Tenía lo que llamaban el cubículo de terapia. Pues luego de un tiempo volvió a la universidad y se formó como terapeuta. Um, de hecho, nos comentó que al inicio, pues, estuvo ejerciendo así como terapeuta, pero le llamaba mucho la atención eh, la nueva visión o, o sí, el enfoque más moderno que se le estaba dando a, con el coaching. Considera esto eh, su vocación. Conoció a BTS por su hija, quien empezó a amarlos y en realidad eh, Stephanie al inicio no entendía esa pasión. Para ella eh, empezó con On y en la presentación que hicieron 
um, en el Grand Central Station, luego vio el Kinetic Manifesto y luego el MV. Y luego también vio el Carpool Karaoke, con lo que realmente vio el talento que tenían ellos. Lo que tienen, más bien. <ríe> en un punto, su hija estaba pasando por un día duro, y en realidad BTS ayudó mucho a su hija en esa temporada. Y Stephanie sabía que una de las maneras en que podía hacerla sentir mejor era aprendiendo más de ellos. Así que estuvo dos horas estudiándolos. Y cuando su hija volvió del colegio, pues la intención era que ella le preguntara en uno de sus pósters quién era cada quien y Stephanie iba a poder responder. Pero nos contó que fracasó. <ríe> pues sí, no, no se lo sabía tan bien aún. Así que allí se quedó como enganchada porque quería entender, eh, quería conocer más sus personalidades porque así pues tendría más sentido saber quién era quién y, y, e iba a ser más sencillo. Así fue como empezó a ver más contenido eh, para poder ir identificarlos un poco mejor y conocer cómo se desenvuelven. And like you said, um, there was this thing that you wanted to get their personalities, so everything would make a little bit more sense. So whose personality was it that caught your attention the most at the beginning? Oh, wow, their personality. Um, you know, there's such, who really stood out? This is, well, first, let me reveal. I'm solidly OT7 and can't seem to find a bias. So mm -hmm. I am unfortunately not going to have one. I think what I loved is they instantly had my respect around one, how they hung out, to, they hung on to their individuality very unapologetically themselves. And I love their, how they bridge their differences you know, Sorry. arguments that they had, you know, like the, I think the very famous one, right, between Jin and Young when they had an argument around um, their in their wings tour where like, you know, Jin wasn't hurrying fast enough and Young right. was upset. And I really respected how all some, seven of them handled that disagreement. Um, I mean, I definitely respected uh, Namjoon's leadership. He's not even the oldest and yet he walks <laughs> up in there and he clearly sets the Um, the ground rules for how they're going to be with each other. And I respected all the other members that regardless of age, they just allow him to be the leader, which is um, excellent leadership. I'm a leadership coach, right? And he does so much, so very well. Um, so I can't say there was one member in particular. I would say all of them from, you know, uh, you know, Suga and his incredible connectivity to J-Hope and his conscious choice to be joy even though he may not feel it he realizes that's the energy that he wants to bring to life Namjoon to his leadership and his intellect you know and Jin and his hard work and his humor <laughs> I think I'm just going to go through them all now right, <laughs> right. you know and Taehyung and you can just see him in his old soul and his willingness to bring his old soul and his um Yeah, that mysterious vibe and JK and his dancing and um, and his willingness to just be rebellious and tattoo his body and pierce himself and not care. And Jim and his hard, hard, hard work like that guy works so hard. And you know what I love about Jim is that he cheats at games. <laughs> That's <what laughs> I, I, mean, I think I just love his playfulness and that he cheats in almost all the games quite unapologetically. And, and I admire that. <laughs> Totally, totally. I like to believe I've said this in a few episodes, but um, maybe now seeing it from this point of view, maybe when uh, there's a run uh, in which he's um, he's betrayed basically by Taeyo. <laughs> 
he's super <laughs> confident because Taeyong wasn't supposed to be against him. But at the end of the day, he was. And maybe seeing this from that point of view, it was life, you know, it was life giving it back to him. <laughs> You know Absolutely. what I mean? We know you cheat a lot, so. <laughs> what comes around goes around. And totally. I think he, in the end, he respects that. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. That only uh, strengthened their, their bond at the end of the day. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so it's very nice to see. I think we can all agree that um, it's very easy to connect with them and to understand their personalities and to feel like, I don't know, they're, they're like that, you know, you find charm in each one of them and you understand what, what are they doing? And, and it's amazing to see how they deal with stuff like you're saying. So I think it's great that you um, found something in each one of them and, um, and that you don't have a bias. Um, I think, that is not common <laughs> we are all to seven i think but we all have this little little weakness for someone um, but um but it, i get i it, i think it's totally understandable and um it, better even to say i mean at the end of the day we still love all seven of them so <laughs> i tried honestly i really looked deep within like why can't I find one? But I think I, each one of them has their particular hold on me in particular ways. And, I, and, t and I'm open. Who knows what the future holds? But for now, um, yeah, I just can't find one in particular. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll stay tuned to see if yeah, someday you come, right. up, you come up with the, with the big <laughs> news. <laughs> um, so, yeah, now... Um, it was that do you think that there was like a thing or a moment in which you realized that you were identifying yourself as an army like it mm. wasn't just that you wanted to understand because of your daughter or it wasn't just that you watch all the content to just understand but that you became you just started to feel like a part of the community like you started to yeah to consider yourself army uh, I can. I, I know the. I know the point. So imagine me. I'm. Uh, I'm at a, a dinner with um, all of my colleagues. So I've been in a group of um, of women. There's seven of us, and we're all coaches and doing this. You know, big work in organizations, and um, we get together like a group think tank, and we just share ideas and what's going on with us. And we've been friends. We're, they're some of my greatest friends as well. The moment I knew that I was army, it's where um, so dynamite comes out and I know it's an English song. So this might help people understand why I love them so much. So it's me at the table with all of them gathered around the screen on my iPhone, begging them to listen <laughs> to this song and like, look, it's in all English. And isn't this amazing? And then sharing how they um they had helped my daughter heal through a dark period and how me trying to you know, bring my professional credential, even like, you know, trust me, you guys know me, these guys are amazing. And me desperately wanting at least one of them to fall down the rabbit hole with me. And um, I felt like at that point, I was, um, you know, a salesperson or a cult member trying to get them <laughs> in, like, and I could see the looks on their faces as I'm, I noticed, like, I think they think I'm crazy. <laughs> And that was the moment where I recognized like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Like, yeah, I'm fully, I'm fully, um, 
yeah, outing myself as what I would consider to be army. Right. And did it happen? Like one of them, did fall for it? Unfortunately, I have yet to recruit one of my peers who knew me before. There's a before and after in each of our lives, right? (laughs) I have yet to recruit a single person in my life. Doesn't mean I don't have friends that are my peers, but that came later, you know, but no, not yet. Not yet. I think (laughs) one of their husbands, however, came a little bit close. Like he was willing to listen to some stuff and watch more, but that's as close as I've gotten, sadly. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a step. We'll be waiting for that. those news too. <laughs> I keep trying. I will never stop trying. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful to, to think that um, a way to a way that we have to identify yourself ourselves, like when we kind of consciously think that um, maybe, yes, we are army is when we start sharing this passion and this love and this uh, amazing content that they have with other people, people that we appreciate a lot. And maybe it is the fact that um, um, they bring us happiness. And so we want to share that too. We want to share that message and to share what, what the amazing content at the end of the day. So I think it's beautiful to have that as the moment because yeah, you have a lot of people in your life that you wanted to to just also understand where you were where you were experiencing. So um, it's great. <laughs> um, they give you such a good feeling, and I think that that's what we want for you know everyone in our lives because they you know if you vibe with them, it's just such a good high energy, good feeling that you want to share it. And I think as human beings, when we discover something. Um, in which it brings out our happiness. We want, it's contagious, right? You want, do you want other people to let their happiness come out? And so, right, I think that's where we kind of start coming out like we're trying to recruit, but it's, it's really about, you know, we naturally, when we find something that works, we have a natural human com- propensity to share. And that's where I think the intensity of it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, so this happened and you were already an army, um, like in which way or in which moment do you think, um, BTS has helped you in, in any field, in any aspect, like, um, or the BTS or the experience of being an army itself, like how has it helped in anything in your life? Yeah, they actually um, served a real purpose for me. So, you know, the job that I do um, is it can be a, um, a heavy job, right? Like people are in struggle. People are in frustration. You know, they're wanting to create something with their life and they feel like they're blocked. So my job is to help people, you know, see the goodness inside. And, and that takes it takes something from me. Like I need to be actually from my head down. I have to be a good, a good space. I almost have to be empty if that makes sense so that we can channel something even bigger than the two of us so that wisdom comes through. And um, when I discovered BTS, um, for me, it was a very upsetting time. I mean, I was in the middle of um, a, a Trump presidency, which for me was a very upsetting thing I did politically there was a lot of stuff going on and it was really really difficult um and then a pandemic starts going on right so now all of my clients are very upset I am also upset by what I'm seeing and I I have to be good so that I can help channel goodness for my clients and 
I realized, and actually this was not intentional. I realized I was uh, taking part in their content because I would drop out of any worried thinking that I was doing about the future of the pandemic or this presidency that I did not agree with. And, and, and I had a lot of disagreement, which was going on in my government and myself. And I was, it would have me feeling good. I would drop out of that and kind of get into um, a really good vibe so that I was actually using their content before work. Kind of to, I'd say pump myself up, but it really wasn't that. It was more like a stripping away. I would just get into pure joy and good feeling. And then I would go be with my clients. And I was doing that because I had so much content to catch up on. You know, there was right. voyages and movies. And then, of course, all the run episodes and all the V lives. Like there was endless amount of content. So I found myself using them to put me in a good feeling so that I could be excellent at my job. And to this day, I still do that. So I'm, you know, I'm here on Zoom, but I look at, I have their posters all around my office and I get that good feeling just by glancing up. And so, um, no, they, they, they served a profound purpose uh, for me. So that's one. The other was, um, in the pandemic, things slowed down a lot. I still had a lot of good work, but um, I, it allowed me to continue to create. So I think I've got this TikTok account where I started creating BTS content. And I think what happened is, is that while things professionally were shifting, right, I could no longer go into organizations. I had to get rid of my office and I was all on Zoom all the time. I was really missing connection with people. I mean, I got to connect with my clients, but that shut down all other connection that I was doing. And um, I started making TikToks. And I think BTS gave me a way to bring mental health ideas and concepts for free to more people. And that's another thing that they provided me. It gave me a daily creation where I could just give away um, some really good mental health concepts that um, it allowed me to give it to more people than I was able ever to when I you know, had an office or was going out into the world. So they've given me that gift as well. Right. Um, I'm thankful. Well, I'm thankful for BTS like every single day of my life since I know them. <laughs> But of course, um, I'm very thankful that they meant this to you. I, I like their They gave you this opportunity with their content, with the, with the joy that they bring with that content, like to, to kind of let the worries out, let that negativity that we all have at the end of the day because of life situations, because of what you, what you commented, um, you could let it out and be there, be totally there um, in, the, in the mind uh, state that you needed to for your clients. I think it's beautiful and I think it's, It's uh, a very interesting way to see it, um, um, like as a professional, something that, that I'm, I and many, many young people we haven't uh, yet um, experienced. So, so I think it's great. Stephanie amó ver sus personalidades. La manera en que resuelven y manejan sus conflictos fue una de las cosas que más le llamó la atención. Um, luego nos fue comentando uno por uno, por ejemplo, respeta mucho el liderazgo de Namjoon, um, la creatividad y, co y conectividad de Suga, la decisión consciente de J-Hope de brindar felicidad y alegría, por más que él no siempre esté feliz y alegre, eso es lo que quiere transmitir siempre, el trabajo duro de Jin, Taeyeon con su vibra misteriosa, muy de old soul, JK y su naturaleza rebelde y... 
el trabajo duro siempre de Jimin. Um, y también nos dijo que ama, que le encanta, que es un poco tramposo en los juegos siempre. <ríe> Así que le gusta mucho eso. Un día, en una cena con sus colegas, les pidió que escucharan Dynamite, pues... Para ella hizo clic el hecho de que era en inglés y así podía como ser más sencillo quizás mostrarle a sus colegas um, esta música que le estaba gustando tanto. Y um, ella pensaba de por sí que ellas eh, disfrutarían de esta música. Y básicamente ese fue el momento en el que se dio cuenta de que es ARMY porque pues quería mostrarle a las personas de su alrededor lo que tanto le apasiona. También nos contó que ninguna cayó en el momento y hasta ahora tampoco ninguna lo ha hecho, pero bueno, ella lo sigue intentando. <risa> Considera que BTS la ha ayudado mucho en, en varios aspectos. En su trabajo ayuda a personas que quieren mejorar su manera de vivir, por lo que tiene que estar en una mentalidad calmada. Nos contó que prácticamente vacía de factores externos. Cuando descubrió a BTS, ella estaba en un momento decepcionante eh, y complejo, pero ella debía estar bien para sus clientes. Um, fue como se dio cuenta de que inconscientemente veía su contenido eh, en ciertos momentos para sentirse bien justo antes de trabajar soltaba lo negativo viendo el contenido de ellos además le permitieron seguir creando pues a través de ellos empezó a brindar más información sobre salud mental al mundo and with the second thing um, with this opportunity to, to um, kind of spread the word about mental health and related to them and now that you talked a little bit about it that you you you, you touched the topic how was it like how did that start how did the this series that you have about them started and and talk, talk to us a little bit about it <laughs> yeah well you know so it's a funny thing being 51 years old and on TikTok, right? I, I learned how to use TikTok through my kids. Now I'd had other social media, but um, because I don't support Meta and what they do in the world, I'd actually gotten rid of Facebook and Instagram. So I was kind of not doing any social media at all, but um, my kids had these inside jokes on TikTok that I wanted <laughs> to understand more. And so they showed me how to use TikTok, and which was great. I was enjoying it. I was out there on TikTok for quite some time before, and I was willing to create content by doing edits and things, but I, I really hadn't put my face on there. And then I ventured out and did a couple of goofy things. I didn't really know what my thing was going to be on TikTok yet. <laughs> um, But then one day, um, it was the, it was at the Grammys last year um, when BTS did not win. And I was really able to see like the ridiculousness of it about how they put BTS off BTS off until the very end. They put them in a category that wasn't even aired on TV. And I, you know, I was upset by it, too. And then to see them get passed over for a Grammy, which, you know, um, of course, those of us, their army like Map of the Soul Seven, how that wasn't nominated for a Grammy still blows right. my mind because, you know, The work that that is based on, you know, Carl Jung's work and the map of the soul, like it's, it's just, it makes, it's mind boggling to me that, that they wouldn't be nominated for right. the genius of that album alone. However, Dynamite, super good song, most popular song. So obviously I had feelings about them not winning the Grammy, but I saw ARMY getting so upset and so upset, like distraught and I guess I, 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 I wanted to make a message that it's okay, right? That those circumstances are quite neutral. Even though they don't feel neutral, nothing will stop BTS from continuing to create 
good content. So I, even though it feels like it's a big deal, it literally means nothing about their ability to continue to be genius and us to love them and them to have impact in the world. And so I, yeah, I remember I was riding my Peloton. So here I was sweaty and gross, like, you know, talk about no makeup. I just, I don't know what got into me. Truly. It is a, a very good example of when you get those nudges, just go with them. Don't let your practical mind, the logical mind, shut you down from your creative ideas. Because literally, I was all sweaty and disgusting and just made a TikTok <laughs> straight to Army saying, you know what? Um, that we can have um, well being and happiness for BTS regardless of this, this loss, you know, losses in quotes uh, for the Grammys, and that it literally means nothing. And, uh, and so my TikTok count got like a bump. I got a bunch of followers from that. And which was shocking to me because up to that point, I really didn't have much engagement. Mm -hmm. So as a gift to those people who decided to follow me, I saw there was some interest and I was like, oh my gosh, they're so good for your mental health. Why don't I do a small series called BTS is good for mental health. And, and I had decided if I get at least six likes per video, I'll do another one. And so each day I just kept doing more and more and more. <laughs> and now I'm on like, I think part 180 around BTS is good for mental health and it's endless. There's, I mean, there are so many that, well, I'm not ending. I don't even know that there's an end in sight or one that I can reach and I'll just continue to create in that direction. Those, so that is quite, and we're about a year from the Grammy. So it's been about a year. Um, so it's a good celebration. This is good timing of the podcast. That's totally. How it I was just thinking about it full circle again. We are about to experience unknown things <laughs> again. Yeah. Um, so right. Um, so yeah, I do think it's great timing. Um, hopefully this will be out like in two days. So, um, people will listen to it. will be able to listen to it before, um, the Grammys happen. So yeah. And, and, and we can all remember whatever happens. We can all remember, um, not just that, um, lesson that, or la the, la that little capsule of, 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 we can be good even if this happened that you gave uh, a year ago. But of course, now we have another 879 parts of it right. to rely on. <laughs> um, right. and, and yeah. Um, <clears throat> how um, did you feel like you suddenly had a lot of people in in your profile like how was it to react because yeah uh, like <laughs> how did you react at the end of the day like um because yeah having the that that amount of people coming to your profile because of that video and then of course because of the series and stuff it's kind of shocking so how was it for you and to keep going with it um maybe um, it was I uh, started to slow down a little bit It was absolutely shocking. I mean, truly, it, it defied any understanding. And kept, I kept actually, thank goodness, I have two teens in my house that can help me. You know, and in reality, if, you know, uh, even on TikTok, I'm still, I mean, only, I'm not quite at 80,000 followers, I think. And that's, I get on TikTok. That's not all that huge, but it's not small either. But what blows my mind is the amount of people that I get to engage with. I mean, there are some videos that I have on there that I'm with, and like one where I'm talking about um, one of my favorite ones that I've done was on um, 
oh gosh, it was the one where I was talking about fake love and that it was, you know, I, I can't remember the line exactly, the translation, but I, I dreamt a dream that can't come true. And I tried to bloom a flower that could not bloom. Right. And it's right. this idea of the ideal self and that I was trying to be something that is like it's perfection and I can't ever achieve it, achieve it. And I think that that self-loving message has reached, I think it's like almost 800,000 views. And I think that that means so much to me that that message of self-love around the world, by the way. So now I'm getting to connect with people in Venezuela. <laughs> you know, I've had Pakistan, I've had Palestine and Hungary and Bulgaria. Like it's just, it blows my mind, the global reach that this has. And so it's hard to put into words. Um, and then how each one of the messages just touched my heart. I mean, I heard stories of, you know, I've lost a partner, I've lost a child, I've lost a parent. And, and thank you for confirming that BTS has meant so much to me. And I thought I was crazy. And so what I loved was, is that I could just validate because I do have, you know, a, a credential, I have a master's degree in psychology. And so I can validate that, yes, you know, that this is helpful. And I certainly would never say, you know, don't seek counseling and you don't have to replace it. But it certainly if people are having the experience that is elevating mood and helping them with depression, that they're correct and they're not crazy. So um, it meant a lot to me. And I think it just touched my heart that I could have I could bolster up their self-love message um, and just go along in alignment with them. And it, it just yeah. and I read. I don't have I work too, so I can't always respond to all the comments, but I do read them all and it means a lot to me. Um, so, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Something that I've uh, seen a lot in your profile and with people that I've talked um, with about this is that exact thing that the fact that there's someone um, that um, a lot of times you look up to and that is reassuring like what what this passion like is there to um kind of support that feeling that you have is is kind of giving you this strength and this confidence at the end of the day to to say because uh, yeah we i think we most of us can experience the the fact that we don't get that understood um, in 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 where we are because yeah, people people who isn't in the fandom is not likely to understand. Like, and it is not from a from a negative um, position. Sometimes it's just they don't understand, and that's that's totally understandable. Um, but when you find someone that exactly that has a degree, that has this whole career, that has um, worked. Uh, in life um, to to reassure you and to and to say yes it's valid and it's totally positive that you that you support this guys it's it's amazing and I think it's one of the most valuable things uh, out of the content that you create <laughs> oh thank you well I do and I think they you know they do such a good job of you know I call it psychological isolation that when we're going through a difficult time we can tend to think that we're unique and broken, right? That we're unique in this suffering. And I, I guess what I love about their lyrics and their vulnerability is that they end psychological isolation for so many of us, right? So if, you know, I think about a song that's so dark as like, for instance, Jungi's song, The Last, right? I mean, he really writes about depression where, mm -hmm people may not feel so alone and so isolated, right? We, as we all are very common in our suffering, 
And they do a very good job by being so transparent in their lyrics that they can end that isolation for people. And then, of course, they talk about self-love, which is so important for human thriving. And so they, they have this beautiful gift where they, they can take their own difficulty. They can connect with everybody around the globe. And then they talk about the healing. You know, you don't have to stay there. They do a very good job of they don't just stay there. They don't just sing about the dark. They actually bring the light to the dark, which I think is so uh, profoundly healing for everybody who listens and really looks into their lyrics. Right. Stephanie nos contó que cerró su Instagram y Facebook hace un tiempo, así que estuvo como por un rato sin redes sociales. Pero en un momento sus hijos usaban mucho TikTok y tenían bromas que ella quería entender, así que le enseñaron a usar la app. Luego de los Grammys del 2021, um, ella pues no se sentía del todo bien al respecto de lo que había ocurrido, pero también empezó a ver a Armies muy tristes por lo que pasó. Así que quería enviar un mensaje eh, de positividad, de que está bien um, y que son situaciones neutras y nada parará a BTS de crear contenido. Básicamente hizo un TikTok bastante improvisado, eh, recordando que podemos tener felicidad con BTS sin importar los premios ni, ni nada de lo que estaba ocurriendo Allí su cuenta empezó a tener más atención Y como agradecimiento a quienes la seguían Iba a hacer una pequeña serie, entre comillas De videos del tema de BTS y salud mental Sí, recibía 6 likes um, Y hasta ahora va por la parte 180 más o menos y pues sí, ha, ha, ha descubierto muchas cosas a partir de ello. Nos contó que fue muy impactante cuando la gente empezó a seguirla. Y más allá de eso, también el hecho de que ha podido conectar um, con muchas personas y conocer historias. Ama poder validar con su conocimiento el amor que tenemos por BTS. De hecho, considera que BTS, por medio de su música, no solo expresa la oscuridad por la que pasamos muchos pero eh, también muestra que no, no tenemos por qué quedarnos en esa oscuridad, pues también brinda y muestra la, la luz y claridad que, que hay en contraparte a eso. Um, it pops to my head a question. Yes. Do you have like um, a to go? BTS is good for your mental health. Like if someone, anyone like related to BTS or not, you had to to express one of these lessons or one of these why BTS is good for your mental health. Well, which one would be your like to go one? <laughs> Meaning which one of my TikToks you mean? Yeah, like a, a lesson that you've, you've uncovered in there. <laughs> You know, I, it's, I wish I had a better uh, relationship with like each numbers, like 125 or whatever. I mean, I think there have been some profound ones. Um, there is one, you know, anything talking about self-love, like I did a whole series in there was like, what does it actually mean to love yourself? And I'm, I'm sorry that I don't actually know the whole numbers. So I feel like I'm bad. Don't like worry. I'm sending people to my playlist, like watch every single one. <laughs> But, you know, it can be very confusing. Like, what does it mean to love yourself? Right. And so I go through a whole series of like, you know, this is what it actually means. Right. It's practicing your common humanity. It's being kind to yourself like your own best friend. And, you know, and that self-love is actually a commitment, not a feeling. It's a commitment to being kind to yourself, regardless of how you feel, you know. So 
um, I think I really loved that series. Um, there were I, anytime I talk about inner child, um, that, you know, makes me very happy. Um, I have yet to do the funny thing is, is magic shop is, um, it's funny. That song is so, uh, influential for me because one, that's the song that helped my daughter out the most and really opened up my eyes to their lyrics are very deep. And the reason why is, is that their lyrics from that song are based on a book that I have had on my shelf as a professional. And I didn't know they were to connected. So James Doty wrote a book called into the magic shop. And I used to be, you know, teaching mindfulness classes and doing mindful parenting classes. And so mindfulness is a big piece of what I do. And so James Doty, who was a neurosurgeon who kind of wrote about uh, coming from a mindfulness perspective and using your imagination to create your life, so those two things together, I've always loved his book. And here I didn't recognize that right. that song was yeah. from that <laughs> the book. relation, like, right? <laughs> so now my world's collided. And so um, the funny thing is, and I'm actually about ready to do a TikTok on Magic Shop. I think I've only done one and it was more of just a general one. I really want to dive into what does it mean to open a door in your own heart? Because so many of us look outside of ourselves for okayness, right? We think that we need to have perfect circumstances or the perfect body or the perfect bank account in order to be okay. And we're looking outward and that is the wrong direction. Like the true journey of self-love is inward. You know, we can't love ourselves with things. You know, we can take ourselves to a massage and get self-care, but self-care is not self-love. Self-love is an inward journey where you're willing to let go of any belief or any conclusion that you've made about yourself and just sit in pure love, which is what's there if you're not thinking otherwise. Truly, our thought is what removes us from a natural sense of self-love. And that's what I love about Magic Shop. That it, and it can be very magical. You know, a lot of, you know, I have tons of these books on my shelves and they will make life very complicated. You got to do 13 steps. Here's seven steps to well-being. <laughs> well, and I love what BTS is saying. Honestly, the miracle cure is if you sit in pure listening to yourself, right? Stripping away all these conclusions about unworthiness and all of that and just sit with yourself. We have a wisdom within us that is very loving, that is very natural. It's, you know, we are nature, just like a tree, you know, knows how to be a tree. We also know how to be human if we get out of our intellect and, and it's magical. What can be if we go inside, we have the ultimate compass. It will, it will guide us if you allow it. So um, funny, I haven't done very many about magic shop, almost because it's so big, <laughs> I can't grab skip, but I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> we will stay tuned to those news too. Um, I love that reference because magic shop happens to be one of my favorite BTS songs, but also one of the ones that I listen to the least because it makes me cry every single time. <laughs> <laughs> I am not capable of listening to it and not crying. And also, I think it's because one of the first times I listened to it was in the in the Fifth Master, the one in Busan, the one they yeah. they they streamed in the Bang Bang Kong last year. And yeah. so there's this whole 
cute moment in which Jimin is like opening the opening the door right into Young's uh, chest, and it's so beautiful. I just love the soulmate so bad, and so I also think about Jungkook singing and doing the song. I don't know; it's too much to handle. <laughs> It's just too much, but um, it makes me really happy. And I also adore the book. I got obsessed with the song when I <laughs> when I listened to it and when I found out where did it come from. And I read the book and it also, well, not, not everyone knows this, but I did tell you that I am a screenwriter or I'm studying to be one. <laughs> and so I basically, the first, script uh, that I ever made was for a short film and I it was called like that magic shop because it was all about it it was all about it but more in like not so much in the um, it was like from this point of view not not from BTS giving us to uh, giving it us to us but from the point of view that we experience it and how how this magic shop um contributes to our lives and and how it can yeah. be so different for every one of us so i love the reference and i'm so excited for the next part of the series oh good well you give me fuel i just need a work has been a lot but i just i'm wanting to make some time so today today i will make one today in honor of this podcast so we'll start <laughs> talking about magic shop <laughs> um yeah definitely perfect timing the perfect timing for this podcast to happen um but well i i think that's beautiful and i think that is that is a great choice of uh part of the series for for to be like a to go because it's it's something that we don't this we don't sometimes we don't um search a lot we don't see a lot about what it does it implies to love yourself um right. we we let ourselves go with with the the beliefs that we already have and this ha constant happiness that of course none of us can have <laughs> and 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 all of that so i think it's very beautiful that it, that he, that you did that i i have some a lot of my favorite videos of you in there and and i do think well we've talked a lot about this but for everyone listening if you haven't looked for if you haven't seen these videos <laughs> you do have to go to, <laughs> to her tiktok profile we will say it at the at the end um but you do have to go and watch it all because i am super sure that you will feel identified and 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 yeah and confirm that that your our passion is something valid and something very beautiful so yeah. That was an intense question because basically I wouldn't have been able to answer it. I love every single one of your videos. <laughs> <laughs> you. Well, just like I love every single one of their songs, right? Like <laughs> there is so much content. And I think though what happens is, is when we as human beings come into this life, we get conditioned and quite innocently, we can get conditioned in ways that don't, that don't keep us connected to our well-being. And so I just simply use BTS to help people remember who the heck they are and how powerful. I mean, think about, they can't even duplicate a human being in a robot. I mean, we are profoundly magnificent and complex and awesome. And we get disconnected for how amazingly powerful we are. And so I just want people using their power for good and not to, and it's like moving beyond our conditioning. And so uh, most of my messages are like getting beyond your psychology. We all have one. 
but there is an essence, the magic within it's, it's there in every single person. And so I just use BTS because they're always talking in good, positive ways. I just simply use what they have to say to remind people of who the heck they are. And um, that's kind of my main goal. Totally. And you do it in an amazing way. Thank you. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Um, so heading to the beginning, um, it's been a while since you started, um, recognizing them, since you started this whole journey, since you, um, starting, try, started trying to get people into, into their music and stuff. Um, it's been a while uh, stuff has happened. Um, what yeah. do you think is the thing, um, that keeps you here? It, it, it's, it wasn't just a passion of the moment. It wasn't just the hype uh, of something that you created because of them and, and, and got you excited and you did a, um, a lot more about it. Like, but what do you think is the main reason that um, at the end of the day, it wasn't a passion that started fading away? It hasn't been like that. It, it, you, st you are still here and you still want to be here. Yeah, uh, I would say it's probably the things personally that I've gotten out of it. You know, I think I've been inspired. You know, I've, I'm a music lover, by the way. I mean, I'm one of those kids. So my my stepdad, when I was a kid, worked for Tower Records and like we were so into music and I like just about every genre of music. I mean, I will go everywhere from hip hop to rap to country to classical. Like I've always just loved music because I use it. I use it for mood, right? There is, uh, in fact, there's a song I love by Young Jay, um, who used to be in Got Seven, called Vibin'. And I guess I, what I love about that song, it's like music, we can use music to create a vibe for us. And so BTS um, creates that vibe for me. And it's like, I'm never going to not know that, right? So um, I've never been this strong of a fan of a music group in my entire life. And that would include like my, you know, um, my teen years where you really can get obsessed about stuff. I would say this is the most into a group I've ever been. And probably because it hits me in so many different areas. Um, one, they're uh, full of integrity, these, these young members. And it's, you know, these are, they could be my children, right? They are the age of like, <laughs> I could definitely be their parent. And I respect how, this is going to be a crass word, but I can't think they lack douchiness. They are they're not, they just, <laughs> they are solid, right? They walk their talk. And I think that that builds longevity for me. And so um, I know that I can really like them beyond just their talent and their, what they put out in the world. I also like the kindness. So they hit me on the vibe level. Then they hit me on the professional level. Like I am all about self-love and mental health and loving your life and enjoying the passage of time. And so here they're mirroring this message that I put out there in the world. So not only do I love their content, but I now I respect them both personally and professionally. And I find that they truly are, they're aware of their impact in the world and they, they don't take that lightly. And so I love that like they consider, like, for instance, I heard, um, And I think it's true. I haven't looked into it, but I've heard that they run their lyrics through a professor of gender studies. Right. So totally. that they make sure that um, because they've been raised in a, in a um, you know, um, patriarchy, they understand that there might be some built in misogyny into their lyrics. And so they make sure that their lyrics meet that standard. And I, I just respect that because, you know, certainly as a woman raised in my culture, I can be very blind my own misogyny and so the fact that they would do that to take better care of me 
<laughs> like, totally. thank you. <laughs> thank you, know? you so much. You're super kind. <laughs> right. And I, I really, really appreciate that. Um, so I guess that just keeps me there. I think it's not only the content that they bring, but also the quality, the values that they bring to their fame, to their um the, the 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 just the impact they have in the world I, that makes me stay and then there's army right like now i also have instant instant connection but you know a young woman in venezuela like truly there we doesn't that seem <laughs> odd that we would even have anything to connect over but yet look at totally. what so they've brought me this incredible community of people that we now have this loving conversation so that we're instantly pals, we're instantly friends. And that, def- that goes beyond, you know, cultural barriers. It goes beyond age barriers and gender barriers. And I love that. So we want to be humanly connected and they do that for us. So that's a very long answer, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Word. I agree with every single part of that answer. <laughs> um, I do want to point out that I think it's amazing how with everything that you say, they also like take the comments um, that people do to them and they take it into account because at the end of the day, um, I remember Namjoon said that he was called out. He was called out because of that misogyny in their first lyrics and stuff. Right. And, and they didn't, they didn't say like, it's my art at the end of the day, or they didn't, they weren't resistance. Maybe at the beginning they were, I don't know how was the process, but, um, right. but, But at the end of the day, they decided to work on it. They they just they didn't stay with that um, with the comments. They didn't stay with it. They decided to evolve and to study and to understand why they were being called out, and then right. took out action on that. So they were able to keep an open mind. And I I would say if there was any wish that I had for the world, it's that we could keep an open mind to other people's disagreement. Um, I have very much respected how they've handled what would be criticism, I think is seen as criticism, whether, um, you know, it be in, I agree with it or not, they handle criticism amazingly well. They take the high road and they keep an open mind. um, And yet they've, and they've managed to keep pushing forward. And I think that Um, you know, and certainly I see ARMY fight amongst themselves a lot. And I often would like them to do as BTS does, right, where we don't have to address critics with um, profanity and harsh defense. And, you know, there are ways that if you mirror what BTS does, it can create safe spaces for everyone. And I think them. Um, there is just something to be learned from them in that way because they've done amazingly well with some of the very harsh criticism that has been completely unjustified, but yet they've handled it with grace um, and with, you know, clarity and boundaries. You know, they do a very good job of, and then being open-minded when they were called out for something they weren't realizing they were having a native impact. And I really, I just, I'm very impressed with them. Totally, totally. Me too. Every single day. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, with that, now we can um, go into the fast questions. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, first question. Okay. Favorite BTS era? Ooh, love yourself. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Second question. If you had to recommend something, some content in the world, some book, some oh. song, some movie, some something to a BTS member, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Uh, you me <laughs> Don't worry, like there's and, no pressure. <laughs> okay, book and song. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> and uh, or okay. you, you can pick just one. Uh, it's not... Yeah. Okay. Book. <sighs> Man search for meaning. There's a book uh, by Viktor Frankl. A song to all of them, or to one of them specifically. Uh. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> Don't worry. So There's no pressure. Editing okay. is a beautiful world. If you last a little bit, yeah, you people know, will know that I will edit it. Don't worry. <laughs> microcosmos. You know, I think that that's just. Um. Yeah. There's my. I'm supposed to keep them short answers. Microcosmos. Okay. To someone else, because at, yeah. least at the end of the day, is their song. So. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Um. Third question: Do you have a favorite? Ron BTS episode. Oh, absolutely. I think it's 94. Is that the water park episode? <laughs> that, that episode has been very <laughs> famous lately. It has been commented so much. <laughs> so much laughter. So much laughter. <laughs> totally, totally top to, top to your content. Um, and fourth question, last but not least, if you could describe them with a word, which word would it be? All of them or each one individually? All of them. Love. Amazing. That's great. Uh, I agree. I totally agree. Stephanie nos contó que toda la serie de qué significa verdaderamente amarte a ti mismo dentro de su serie de BTS es bueno para tu, para tu salud mental es de los videos que considera más importantes y profundos de los que ha hecho. Aún está por hacer más videos de Magic Shop que considera una de las canciones más significativas de BTS. Nos contó que la razón por la que sigue aquí, desde su perspectiva, tiene que ver con los impactos que ha tenido BTS en su vida y lo que han significado en cada aspecto de su desarrollo o existencia, tanto profesional como personalmente. Piensa que ellos están conscientes de su impacto en el mundo y no lo toman a la ligera. Además, también le brindaron a ARMY, eh, pues ha tenido la oportunidad de conocer personas con las que conecta por medio de ellos. Luego pasamos a las preguntas rápidas. Primera pregunta, ¿era favorita de BTS? Respondió Love Yourself. Segunda pregunta, si tuvieras que recomendarle algo a un miembro de BTS, ¿qué sería? Respondió que a BTS en general, a todos ellos, le recomendaría El Hombre en Busca de Sentido de Victor Frank. Y... A cualquier otra persona en el mundo les recomendaría Microcosmos. Tercera pregunta, episodio favorito de Ron BTS. Respondió el 94, en el que están en el parque acuático. Y cuarta pregunta, si tuvieras que describirlos con una palabra, ¿cuál sería? Respondió amor. And with that, now we did head to the end of the episode. And yeah, I'm very happy and excited. Do you have anything you want to say to our listeners before we go? Oh, I think I'm just, um, I'm really touched that there's interest in what I create out there. Um, and I think the last piece is, is like, you know, use BTS to, for two things. One, remind yourself of what the heck you are, right? That magic that they talk about in the magic shop, that that's not in special people. 
and that's not in them, just them, right? As much as we put them on the pedestal, I guess I want to say absolutely everything that you look to them that you admire about them is you. And they're just a reminder that it is you. So whatever you love about one of them the most is in you too. It's not unique to them. They're both special and not special in that way. So use them to inspire you in that way. Um, and the other piece is that, you know, much like they ride through difficulty with grace and ease, that let that be a reminder too, that we all experience difficulty and that our circumstances do not create our feelings and that there is something amazing and resilient in all of us that can get through difficulty. And um, they mirror that as they break down the barriers that exist between East and West. And, and they're going to continue to do that um, so that they can bring this message of love. And so I guess it's, it's those things. It's just remember who the heck you are. You're amazing. Um, and love yourself. Totally, totally. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, I'm really happy. Thank you so much for being here, Stephanie. Um, we'll Thank we'll you. have we'll still have a little talk after we finish, but um, I still wanna wanna thank you. Uh, a lot for being here and for accepting and for sharing um, not just in here but in every single one of your videos um, sharing your knowledge through uh, BTS uh, this group that we love so much so so yeah we really appreciate I'm gonna talk in plural we really appreciate it <laughs> and um, yeah So for everyone listening, that was the episode. If you want to listen to someone's story in here, remember that you can contact the podcast on our email, triviaborahe at gmail.com or on our Instagram at triviaborahe. And if you want to find Stephanie, you can do that on. You can find me on TikTok. Uh, you do the hashtag BTS is good for mental health is probably the quickest way. My handle in there is I have no think with an underscore between each letter and at the end. So it's I underscore have underscore no <laughs> underscore think underscore. I didn't think about that when I created it. And then in the future, uh, I do have a K-pop fix on YouTube created, but not populated yet where I will be expanding this conversation Um, using all of K-pop as I am very self-identified as a massive multi-stan. I have so many more groups that I want to bring that good emotional nutrition out of the content and help people love the K-pop that they love so much more and just helping them see that it's good for mental health, of which right. BTS is a massive part. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, amazing. You do listen to it. You can follow her um, and we will be Um, very excitedly waiting to to um, to see that channel to see that content and yeah with that we finish the episode and we listen to each other next time great thank you so much Orayon.